You're listening to The Bob and Bo Show. Here are your hosts, Ty Bob and Ty Bo. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I am Ty Bo. You can follow me on Twitter at Ty underscore Bo underscore. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, my friend. Jesus. <laughs> You just called yourself no, Ty I Bo. did. I Ty Bo, dude, my brain. <laughs> oh, no. My brain. Oh. All right. Yeah. No. Nope. want to Ty... friends even more? I... Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm confusing God myself. Damn it. Uh. <laughs> Ty underscore Bob underscore. There we go. Thank you, Ty Bo, for the help. Uh, as always, you can make sure to follow uh, Ty Bo and the show at Bob in Bo Show. Uh, that's an in, not an and. And again, we are joined by our other co-host, Mr. Sean. Sean, where can they fa- uh, find you on Twitter? At Sheen1440, S-H-E-E-N-1440. 1440. Don't forget it. Keep those numbers close to your heart just as much as you <laughs> keep Patrick Mahomes' 15 next to your heart. Uh, like we've talked about in the previous episodes, this is our NFL show. If you are only hearing this and you have not listened to our Chiefs centric show for our Chiefs versus Arizona Cardinals preview, make sure to go back into our profile and look at th- or listen to that as well on YouTube or anywhere you find your podcasts. Um, like I said, today on this episode is going to be our strictly NFL show, uh, and it is joined by a new segment from Sean. Yeah, welcome into the fantasy football player to watch. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start off with a week one only, week one only fantasy player to watch, and that player is a Sammy Watkins. Oh boy! He is a wow. Week one fantasy <laughs> phenomenon. I should have saw that one coming. Is this the only week he's going to be available. <laughs> the yes. only week he's going to be available, and the only week you will produce fantasy football points. That is a one player. You... What do we think, though? I mean, what do we think? Like thirty plus, like three touchdowns, like oh, at least he's getting at least five catches, <laughs> hundred and fifty yards, two touchdowns with Aaron Rodgers. Like it's bound to happen. This is the only week it's going to happen. You have to look out for Sammy Watkins this week. And if then, you're playing him, good pra- luck. <laughs> practice next week. He's going to like roll his ankle or something yeah. and be done for the season. My <laughs> <laughs> leg. That's going to happen. Guaranteed. But the fantasy football player to watch for the year is a Isaiah McKenzie for the Buffalo Bills. Wow. He's a sleeper. Uh, Bills you're no longer have. Because that, that's it's going on right now. We know no. he's caught a touchdown. He has got a touchdown, yes, but Cole Beasley is no longer there. The games that um, Isaiah McKenzie played in last year with Josh Allen were phenomenal for him, and he shined. So if he's in a bigger role this year, look out for him. Okay. That's that's really surprising that you go to him given uh, Gabriel Davis's also increased role, and clearly tonight, uh, as we're watching it, has has gone off. He's got uh, nearly 20 points points in PPR formats as well. I'm just saying this because I drafted Isaiah McKenzie with the last pick of the draft. So look out for him. He's Sean's Mr. Irrelevant, but he's trying to make it very relevant. He's, he's putting it into the universe. He's putting it into the universe. I don't doubt that, man. He's he's going to be a good player uh, to watch out for. Uh, it's a good segment. I, I was really surprised by both of those picks, Sean. I like that. Uh, Sammy Watkins has not crossed my mind since he has left Kansas City. I'll be honest. <laughs> He's only there for week one. Don't forget that. I uh, I picked up Romeo Dobbs as a as a late round flyer. 
Uh, so I'm hoping that Sammy's only involved week one. <laughs> <laughs> He'll only be involved for, for a maximum of four weeks, even if it is past week one. So don't worry about that. Well, ending with Sean's segment, we do have something new that we're bringing to this each week. One of, each one of us will have a game of the week that we will be bringing to you in depth for our NFL shows specifically. We'll be bringing you a sh- uh, short preview and a review of those games in our uh, uh, post-game shows. So make sure to tune in for those. This week, Tybo, who do you have? So uh, I'm going with the Hard Knocks stars uh, of this year. Um, Eagles Lions is sold out. Um, as Ty Bob was telling me earlier, they are giving away or selling um, standing room tickets for this game. And that's something that only happens um, on the Thanksgiving game for Detroit. Um, so a lot of hype around the Lions. Um, they think Dan Campbell could turn the team around. Um, they feel like they have a very uh, hungry group of players. Um, that wants to disprove the narrative that was slapped on them last year. Um, but on the other side, um, the Eagles. I drafted Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown. Um, I'm pretty high on the Eagles offense. Um, I think this is going to be a good game overall. Um, so um, uh, what's what's the line on this here? The line on this uh, from a sports book that should not be named, uh, the Eagles are a four-point favorite in this game. And so I'm going to have to agree with the line there. Um, Dave, you pick them. We've got those at the end. Oh, okay. Okay. But uh, yeah. So game, game of the week for me, Eagles lions. Um, I think it's going to be competitive um, and there's a lot of hype around it. So I'm hoping it lives up to it. John, who is your game of the week? I'm going to go with the Packers Vikings Uh, division rivalry. Aaron Rodgers lost his main receiver. Two-time MVP, Vikings have new coach. They're ready to go. They're ready to take the Packers out. And what better way to do that than start the year off by beating the Packers? There's a there's a few analysts out there that are saying Kirk Cousins might be MVP this year. So with watch a new A Rod, with a new uh, coach that actually doesn't mind being around him, he may actually do pretty good. You know, there, Mike there's Zimmer. a kid. Yeah, get him out of there. Uh, there, there is a Kansas City native, uh, one Pete Sweeney, who runs uh, the Arrowhead Pride, who is quoted as saying on multiple platforms, it will be Kansas City versus Minnesota in the Super Bowl this year. Interesting. Very interesting. I don't the line know on that, that game, by the way, is one and a half. Green Bay is the favorite. Mm. It's a close one. Uh, it is. That's That's like a toss up, though, basically. One and a half points. That it's close. Um, my pick of the week. Obvious. I think everybody. It, it's obvious. You know, I'm a Baker stand. I've got to sit with Baker, my boy, on this one. So my game of the week, and I think it should be a lot of people's game of the week. Realistically, um, it, it's going to be the Browns and the Panthers. The line on this game, excuse me, as I'm uh, choking over here, the line on this game, where'd she go? There we go. Uh, From the sports book that shall not be named right now does not have one. 
It is even money line on the two. And that's odd because last I checked at noon on Thursday, the Carolina Panthers were a three and a half point favorite. Um, So for it to come down, something must have happened. Oh, that's right. Christian McCaffrey already has an injury. No so way. Your eyes on this one. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't draft him. <laughs> Jesus. I, he he went on the injury list with a, uh, a designation of a light practice on Thursday with uh, shin uh, soreness of some sort. <laughs> Homie's got shin splints. Everybody's eh. holding their breath. <laughs> I did. He he's the dude off of SpongeBob whose bones are made of glass. Every morning, Jesus, and breaks his leg. Uh, it, it's bad. It's bad. But it's also a revenge game for Baker, and it's not Deshaun Watson on the other side. It's Jacoby Brissett. I don't care who he has at receiver. He could have prime D Hop and prime Amari Cooper and prime OBJ, and it it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Jacoby Brissett is bad. The only reason that he won games in uh, in New England was because of uh, of a one Bill Belichick. So uh, Baker is going to be on a revenge tour. It's going to be one to watch for everyone. It's probably going to be broadcasted, I would assume, around the country for a noon game of two teams that really don't matter in their divisions, uh, especially the way with the Browns are uh, without Deshaun Watson. So that is my game of the week, and that, ladies and gentlemen will round us into our weekly pick'em. Now, again, these lines are brought to you by a sports book that shall not be named. And we are doing straight up money line, no spread to at least start the season. Now we have to watch I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> we will we will get into that throughout the season if we decide to change it and you will be the first ones to know well, the second ones to know outside of us here at the show. Uh, obviously we will have to count the very first game of the season as a wash across the board with the bills and Rams, as we are recording during the middle of that. Now, keep in mind, as we go through the rest of the season, our Thursday games that are pick them that are not the chiefs game coming up the following week will be counted on Tuesday's post game shows, NFL shows. We will get our picks in then for the Thursday games. That way we're not missing out on them. So that brings us to our next game being uh, the Saints and the Falcons. Uh, If I can find the line here, uh, the line for this game, uh, Saints are a five and a half point favorite. Yeah, I think that's an easy pick. Go ahead. Saints. I'm also going to say Saints. I kind of wanted to say Falcons, but uh, Saints. I have more trust in Jameis Winston than Marcus Mariota at this point, and that's saying something. Saints defense is really good, too. Yeah. I'm also going to have to take the Saints here. Um, If it was spread, I would be taking the Falcons. Uh, I don't think that would be a question uh, for a lot of people. The Saints, actually, it would be for a lot of people. The Saints aren't very good. Uh, in my mind next up we've got the 49ers i believe they're heading into chicago taking on the bears san francisco 49ers are a seven point favorite tybo who you got (laughs) some part of me just wants to play devil's advocate with this like (laughs) let's say the bears just shock everybody (laughs) but uh no 49ers 
Yeah. Trey Lance era starts right now. Might as well go 49ers. Bears are straight dumpster fire still, so no chance. Bears did in the preseason on a hot note. Justin Fields did look pretty good, but that Bears defense is awful. Their receivers are even worse. It's going to be a hard year for them. And uh, even if Trey Lance isn't trusted in uh, San Francisco, the defense is strong still uh, and will continue to be. Next up, we've got the Steelers heading into Cincinnati, taking on the Bengals. The Bengals are six and a half point favorite. Tybo? Surprising to me that the 49ers are a bigger favorite over the Bears than the Bengals are over the Steelers. Because I don't think the Steelers got much going on right now. Like, they're usually competitive within their division. But um, Mitchell Trubisky leading the leading the pack there uh, in Pittsburgh does not uh, – doesn't – Make give me a whole lot of confidence in them. Give me Bengals. See, I'm going to go. I have to go the opposite. I got the Steelers in this. I think the Bengals are going to come out flat from how they ended last year. You only said that because I also have Jamar Chase on my team. No one cares about your fantasy team. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Steelers, man. I think they have a good chance of pulling an upset here. They always play it tough. Mike Tomlin's going to be great in division games and defense looks pretty good and you know what Mr. Trubisky has not been in Roethlisberger so they have that going for him he is a little bit worse he can move a little <laughs> bit better he can move a little bit better he's a little bit worse <laughs> I am also going to jump in and take the Bengals although I think Sean does have a point when he says that the Bengals will probably come out flat much like the Rams did tonight and their game just came out totally flat uh, they worked on the defense a little bit. The offensive line has gotten much, much better. We'll be able to tech, protect Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow's had a full offseason of getting healthy and having the surgery he needs to. Give me the Bengals in this one. Next up, we've got Tybo's game of the week. It is the Philadelphia Eagles heading into Detroit, Michigan, taking on the Lions. This one is a close one in the sportsbook line. The Eagles are only a four-point favorite. Tybo, who you got? Uh, I'm going Eagles. Um, but I, I do expect it to be competitive and, and kind of close. Um, maybe uh, similar to how the Lions kept losing one-score games last year. Um, expect them to pick it up, um, figure it out as the season moves on, but um, I like Eagles week one. Yeah, I'm going to go Eagles too. Uh, I love Dan Campbell up there in Detroit, but it's just not going to be – Week one winning. He's going to get a few wins over the year, but not going to happen against Philly right now. It's a tough one because I do think the Lions are much better than they were in previous years, and I'm a big fan of Dan Campbell. Um, they've got a good running game there and obviously a young receiver in Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, the issue is, is their quarterback position. I think that's going to be the one thing that holds them back all year. Uh, it's not like I'm a big Jalen Hurts guy. Um, he's good against teams that are bad, and he is in the best division for that in the NFC least because he gets to play bad teams three times a year. Or, uh, yeah, uh, six times a year. Um, so that it, it's a good combination for him, but he also gets a lot of help with Devonta Smith and now A.J. Brown uh, running back by committee. We'll have to see how it goes, but I'm also going to take the Eagles here. Next up, we've got the Patriots heading into Miami, taking on Tua, Tyreek Hill, Jayla Waddle in the Dolphins. 
The Dolphins here are three and a half point favorite. Yeah, uh, give me the Pats. Um, Bill Belichick is going to do what he can to minimize the mistakes of Mac Jones. Um, we saw him do it all last year. Um, if there's a coach that can get a winning record out of a quarterback like Mac Jones, it's Bill Belichick. Um, I'm going to assume that the Dolphins don't have it figured out week one. I'm going to have to disagree with you because at the for the life of me, I do not know who the Patriots offensive coordinator is right now. And they don't have one. Bill Belichick. They do not. Last, they did not bring in one. They did. Last I heard, they were trying to get Matt Patricia to be the offensive coordinator, and that would be a terrible idea. Anyways, you can't limit all of Mac Jones' mistakes. Uh, Miami always wins one against New England in the year. It's going to be this time. I mean, not in the later in the year, but this one, all Miami. I'm also going to take the Dolphins here. As much of a defensive coach as Bill Belichick is, um, that man will never win with Mac Jones. Let's just be honest. The only time in which... playoffs with him last year. They're never making the playoffs again. Not with Mac Jones at the helm. It's last year was a fluke, and they beat the Josh Allen Bills. Yeah, they. I believe they did. Uh, but it was a complete fluke, and and much like beating the Bills uh, last year was also a fluke. It was forty mile an hour winds, and Josh Allen. You know, Mac Jones threw three passes. That tells you all you need to know for the entirety of his career. It's never going to happen again. We move into the next game. Uh, one of the last few games in the noon hour. It is going to be the Baltimore Ravens heading into New York or New Jersey, if you will, taking on the Jets. It's a revenge game for, um, oh, now, I mean, he's not elite. Joe Flacco. Uh, Joe Flacco. His name does not <laughs> need to be remembered. Uh, Baltimore is only, for some reason, a seven-point favorite in this game. Tybo, who you got? You know, man, I would love for Joe Flacco to be the Ravens. That would be such a story. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson's good. Um, the Ravens' offense is good. Um, Ravens are going to win. Great analysis. <laughs> right there. Yeah, I mean, I got to go with the Ravens too. Unless, unless Joe Flacco gets hurt for some reason and you get some Mike White coming in. Mike White can play a little <laughs> bit. It's a backup role. Mike White can play some ball. Other than that, uh, no. All Ravens. Yeah, Give me the Ravens as well, like by 21. I don't know what this line <laughs> is. It's seven. This is awful. Uh, next up in the noon hour, we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars heading into Washington, taking on the commies. Again, I will never say their actual name. They are a bunch of commies. The line on this game, commies are favored by two and a half. Tybo? Uh, give me the Jags. Uh, uh, Robinson, I forget his first name. Brian. Uh, is healthy. James Robinson. Um, yeah, James Robinson. Oh, James Robinson. Um, James Robinson is healthy. Travis Etienne is healthy. Um, questionable moves for wide receiver positions for the Jaguars. Um, but um, they bring in a guy like Christian Kirk and they still have Trevor Lawrence's favorite target from last year and Marvin Jones. Um, uh, Evan Ingram added to the mix. And we got a guy like Doug Peterson who knows how to utilize a tight end. 
Um, I think the Jaguars surprise some people. Um, give me the Jags. I'm going to have to go with the Jags too. Uh, I don't, I will never trust Carson Wentz as a quarterback in the league anymore. Jags don't have Urban Meyer, so it's not a complete dumpster fire there. They get a semi-competent head coach there now. Trevor Lawrence is finally getting some uh, rapport with all these receivers and running backs now. They're Like Tabo said, they are going to surprise people this year. Don't think the Jags are going to surprise many people. They are who we think they are, no matter. They're always going to be. They they only surprised us once, and that's the only time they get to surprise us. And that was that was with Blake Bortles taking him to an oh. AFC Championship game. They're gonna win, but it's the commies. They've got a bad defense, a bad offense. Chase Young is out for the first four weeks at minimum, I believe. Uh, so don't expect to hear much from them this season. Um, next up in the noon hour. We've got my game of the week. It is the Browns heading into Carolina, taking on the Panthers for uh, Baker's revenge game. Uh, this sports book, who should not be named, uh, does not have a uh, line to this game, although the last one I saw was three and a half to the Panthers. Tybo, who do you got? Um, are both running backs healthy for Cleveland? Uh, Kareem and Chubb, yes, sir. Give me the Browns. Uh, revenge games not happening for Baker here. Um, Browns have a lot of talent, even with Jacoby Brissett, man. Um, yeah, give me Browns. I'm disappointed hey, in C- you. C- C-Max got shin splints, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go the Panthers here. Uh, I believe I saw it earlier on Twitter somewhere. Panthers had a top three defense and a bottom three offense last year. Semi-competent quarterback in Baker Mayfield. Hey, they're going to beat the Browns with Jacoby Brissett. You can't be any less competent than Sam Darnold, can you? You can. Josh Rosen? Marcus Russell? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm obviously going to take the Panthers here. Uh, I think quarterback situation really hurts Cleveland. Um, And this is like a make it or break it year for not only Baker, but – also for the Panthers head coach uh, coming out of college, being brought out of, out of Baylor. This is his last year to make it, especially under uh, the new ownership that they have in Carolina. So uh, expect there to be some pushes through the entire season and some changes made, maybe irrationally. Uh, next up in the noon hour, we've got the Indianapolis Colts heading into Houston, taking on Davis Mills and the Texans. The Colts and Matt Ryan are a seven-point favorite. Tybo? That seems a little high, um, but I'm I'm going to take the Colts. Jonathan Taylor is pretty much the truth, so we're going Colts. I want to be a part of Mills Mafia so bad for the Texans right now, but <laughs> it's the Colts, man. They have too much right now. And I have to go Colts across the board. I think let the Texans grow into whatever they have down there this season. By the end of the season, um, they could come back and steal one away from the Colts. I think Mills is good. They've got a good young running back in Damian Pierce. They've got uh, uh, Brandon Cook. Um, so watch out for them through the season, but they've got some growing pains to go through. Uh, and now we jump into the first 325 game of the season we've got the new york giants heading into tennessee taking on the titans and the titans are a five and a half point favorite 
that's closer than you would think that to be because the Giants suck. Hayden sucks. Uh, <laughs> I mean, um, watch the quarterback position of the Titans closely this year um, because if Ryan Tannehill doesn't perform at a level that gets them to back to the playoffs, um, Malik Willis has looked really good. Um, but I'm still, I'm still taking the Titans here. Um, they're in Tennessee, and the Giants just aren't good. Yeah, I got to go Titans too. Derrick Henry's back. Ryan Tannehill will not have to do too much uh, Sunday, but Derrick Henry is just going to overpower the Giants right there. I'm going to disagree with you, boys. I know the Giants are not very good. Um, they did bring in a brand-new head coach, and the Titans uh, losing A.J. Brown. The defense has consistently gotten worse and worse every single year. Um, and then the Liz Frank injury to uh, one of the greatest running backs in the history of running backs in the NFL – um, I think that's really going to diminish his longevity in this league. I think he may be close to being on his way out now with that Liz Frank injury with as much as he totes the rock. I got to disagree and take the Giants for this week. You, you get up, one. <laughs> you get one. <laughs> well, next up, we do have Sean's game of the week. This is the, uh, excuse me, Packers heading into Minnesota taking on the Vikings, the line on this game. I think I just went a week too far there. Uh, line on this game, I uh, said it earlier, one and a half to the Packers. I'm going to take Minnesota here. Um, they're healthy for the most part. Um, they got a guy like Zadarius Smith on the defensive side of the ball coming from Green Bay. Um you know, one of the, I mean, if you want to call it a revenge game or whatever you want to call it, um, playing against his old team, going to be hungry. Um, Minnesota's offense is going to be electric. Um, I feel like regardless of how cocky Aaron Rodgers is with who he's throwing the ball to, um, he's going to have a little bit of a figuring it out period. Um, I don't expect them to beat Minnesota week one. Yeah, I got to go Minnesota, too. Uh, new head coach there, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. That's going to be a little bit too much for Green Bay right there for Aaron Rodgers to overcome in the end with all new receivers, basically. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is just in a little bit little bit too many drugs over the offseason to really be ready for week one. <laughs> oh, my God. He's been on too he's many still, journeys. He's got an ayahuasca hangover right now. <laughs> I'm going to take the Vikings too. I think overall they're just a better team. Um, the Packers have done well with who they've had in Devonte Adams, but given he's gone, there's not really much else to rely on. And the defense there, much like the Titans continues to get worse and worse each year. Uh, next up was the Chiefs and Cardinals game, but we have already picked that. If you haven't listened to our picks or a breakdown of that game, again, make sure to go back and listen to our Chiefs uh, versus Car Arizona Cardinals breakdown. Uh, we give our picks in there as well. Uh, next up, we've got the Raiders who head into Los Angeles and take on the Chargers. The Chargers here are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. The reason why they're not higher favorites in this game is because – 
the Raiders always play the Chargers very well. Um, it's pretty common in our division for, for us to say that, uh, that teams play each other well. But uh, Raiders got a fancy, shiny new weapon, um, and the Chargers are still dealing with some injuries on the defensive side of the ball. Um, so go ahead and give me the shocker here. Um, Raiders over Chargers. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go Raiders too. I think that oh, God the, damn it, Sean. The chemistry, <laughs> the chemistry between Dave, Mr. Carr and Mr. Adams uh, goes back to college. So I think they're ready to go for it. Win a few games, start off the year strong, just like the Raiders do every year, and then they just fall off a cliff. So difference maker in this game is going to be offensive lines. I think who can keep the quarterback clean and uh, away from being hit or pressured more often uh, both have do have good defenses uh, but the Raiders undoubtedly have one of the worst offensive lines in the league at least on paper to start the season uh, Derek Carr will be eating a lot of turf um, it's not going to be pretty not going to be pretty and I think the Chargers are going to walk out of there with a very hefty win um, he's not going to Derek Carr's not going to have time to pass it to Devontae Adams Next up, it is our last game of Sunday. It is our Sunday night showdown special. It is Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers heading into Dallas, taking on Dak and the Cowboys. Tom Brady and the Bucks are only a two-and-a-half-point favorite. So Tom Brady's never lost to Dallas, fun fact. Um, this game last year, um was like the NFL's opener, like the, the Bills Rams game tonight. It was it was it was Cowboys Bucks last year. Hell of a game. Um, it was a hell of a game. Uh, Amari Cooper went off um and then like proceeded not to do much else the rest of the season. Um <laughs> but um give me give me the Cowboys to kind of break the Tom Brady curse. Um Tom's going through his own stuff right now um and he's like missing his starting guard center guard um that's exactly where tom brady does not like pressure um so um lots of people are looking for cd lamb to break out um they're excited about the dallas offense i could care less um i'm just hoping that tom brady loses here so give me cowboys 45 man he's got a lot of shit going on look at that botox he's got so much shit going on <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. I got to go with the Cowboys too, man. Oh, man. I had them maybe going to the Super Bowl uh, last week's episode. So, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> got to stick by your guns now, dude. Give me the boys. I'm also going to take the boys across the board. We've got quite a few, uh, quite a few symmetrical picks. That's what's going to happen in the NFL because that's how it goes, especially on week one. Um, I mean, it yeah, either I, is or it isn't. You know what I'm saying? It's a watch this week, anyways, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude, I Brady's missing too much. Don't forget, Chris Godwin's out. Gronk is gone. Logan Ryan maybe out. L Lombardi Lenny is fat. Like, it's not looking. Good. It's not looking good in Tampa for Tom. Yeah, There's a reason. <laughs> I will, man. I would. Uh, no, I would not. Uh, but there's a reason why Tom wanted to go to Miami uh, and thought about retiring as well. Uh, this this roster is not constructed well for conducive winning uh, as a 45 year old we'll see if he hits that cliff but to round us off for week one of the nfl season uh we've got a last revenge game that good god is it going to be terrible and awful and ugly 
The Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson are heading into Seattle, taking on the Seahawks. And we thought it was going to be Drew Locke, but it's Geno Smith. And it's not like anyone cares because they both suck. Uh, (laughs) Denver is a six and a half point favorite. Who do we have to round off the week? Yeah. um, As much as I think um, new quarterback, new system in Denver is going to um, lead itself to, you know, some troubles for Denver, you know, a figuring out period. I don't think they dropped this game to Seattle. Uh, (laughs) If Russell Wilson just has to will the Denver Broncos to victory here, um, you know, maybe he gets a rushing touchdown um, because he, you know, it's got slim pickings to throw, uh, throw the ball to, um, I just don't see Seattle winning very much at all this year. Um, I know I might have mistakenly said that they could um, <laughs> compete for a wild card uh, spot, uh, but uh, I'm retracting that statement. Uh, Denver, Denver here, def- definitely. Yeah, Denver is going to win. Uh, no question about that. What else can you say? Uh, I think I think Pete Carroll may have joined Aaron Rodgers in some shrooms or ayahuasca talking about winning 10 games this year because he's only ever won 10 games at minimum in, hey, his, in his career. We love so, the confidence. Uh, it's good confidence. Uh, he may be getting senile. He may be on drugs. I don't know. Seattle is a wild place and not too far away from Portland where everything is legal. So NFL, let's get some drug tests going. Let's do something. Get these coaches tested. Well, everybody, that will wrap it up for this week's Pick'em. We will be getting some graphics out on Twitter, so make sure to check that out. If you have a fantasy player that Sean should be looking at, make sure to follow him and at him or the show. Dropped in the beginning. Uh, you know, just, uh, just make sure to stick around. If you haven't yet, check us out on YouTube. And as always... Go cheese. Go cheese. Go cheese.